are tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudriance for our Black and White Sports 2. We're going to talk about Brett Favre. I've been very vocal about the fact that I am a lifelong Brett Favre fan. Yeah, I know I'm a 49ers fan, but it doesn't matter. Steve Young, Brett Favre, Michael Irvin. I've got my fandom out there as far as actual individual players that I've always been a huge fan of. And I did a video on this when this sort of first came out last week that the FBI was looking into Brett Favre, looking into former Governor Phil Bryant. And I was like, I don't think I know who to trust here because of who's involved uh, in the investigation. Merrick Garland's in there. Ugh. Benny Thompson's in there. Ugh. But now some things have emerged, and it directly implicates the great former Green Bay Packers, Vikings quarterback, NFL legend, fully implicates him in some kind of a scandal where he was absolutely trying to get something funded. Okay, because we've got, and it looks bad. It looks very bad. I can't find any way to defend this whatsoever. So I'm not going to try. We're just going to go over the story. And um, damn it, Brett Favre and text messages do not have good histories together. They just don't. Brett Favre's exposed text with governor implicates him deeper in $5 million welfare scam. And guys, I got to tell you, I mean, this is, we're going to go over these texts and they're bad. They're really bad. The Mississippi welfare fraud case in which Pro Football Hall of Famer Brett Favre is allegedly involved in has taken another turn. According to a report by Mississippi Today, text messages entered into state's ongoing civil lawsuit over the welfare scandal reveal that former Governor Phil Bryant pushed to make Favre's new volleyball stadium idea a reality. The text show Bryant pushed for the complex to be built at University of Southern Mississippi, Favre's alma mater, using the money that was supposed to go to the state's welfare agency. Favre's daughter, Breeley, played volleyball at Southern Mississippi at the time some of the text messages were sent. According to the text, the former governor also guided Favre on how to write the funding proposal so it could be accepted by Mississippi Department of Human Services. One of the texts was sent shortly after Bryant fired John Davis, a former welfare agency director, for suspected fraud. Now, here's the text messages, and man, it's just not good at all. Let's let's do this. Um, Let's go over to the text right here. Uh, This is what Favre said. If you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? No, we never have had that information publicized. I understand you being uneasy about that, though. Let's see what happens on Monday with the conversation with some of the folks at Southern. Maybe it would click with them, hopefully. Okay, thanks. Wow, I just got off the phone with Phil Bryant. He is on board with us. We will get this done. Awesome. I needed to hear that for sure. Okay, and the silver text over here on the left, right here, these are all Brett Favre 
And this is the other person he was talking to. Uh, just and quote, just left Brett Favre. Bryant texted nonprofit founder Nancy New in July 2019 within weeks of Davis firing. Can we help him with this project? We should meet soon to see how I can make sure we keep your projects on course. The text filed Monday by an attorney representing Nancy New nonprofit also showed that Favre inquired of Bryant how the new agency director could affect the funding plans. He was assured by the ex-governor that the plan would still go through. Quote, I will handle that. Long story, but had to make a change, Bryant wrote. According to a filing and a text far forwarded to New, but I will call Nancy and I will see what it will take. The newly released text also showed Bryant, Favre, New, and Davis and others worked together to channel at least $5 million of the state's welfare funds to build a new stadium. According to Mississippi Today, Bryant has for years denied those close involvements in steering welfare funds to the stadium. But one text showed that the plans for the project even included naming the building after Bryant. Yikes. New, a friend of Bryant's wife, Deborah, ran a nonprofit that was in charge of spending tens of millions of flexible federal welfare dollars outside of public view. What followed was the biggest public fraud case in the state's history, according to the state's fraud auditor. Forensic auditors found that nonprofit leaders had misspent at least $77 million in funds that were supposed to help those in need. New pleaded guilty to 13 felony counts related to the scheme. Davis awaits trial, also is now aiding prosecutors as part of her plea deal, according to the report. Neither Bryant nor Favre has been charged with any crime. In another part of the fraud case, Favre also was questioned by the FBI earlier in September regarding the misappropriated funds. The state of Mississippi gave Favre $1.1 million in 2017-2018 to deliver speeches drawing the money from federal welfare funds. Favre did not give them. Consequently, Mississippi State Auditor forced Favre to return the money with interest. Favre repaid the $1.1 million, but not the $228,000 in interest. My gut feeling is he will pay it. According to the text, the $1.1 million welfare contract Favre received that drew those headlines in September was just a way to get more funding for the volleyball project. Quote, I could go record a few radio spots, Favre text, texted New, and whatever compensation could go to University of Southern Mississippi. Through the state-of-the-art volleyball stadium represents the largest known fraudulent purchase within welfare fraud case. According to one of the criminal defendant's plea agreements, the state is not pursuing the matter in its ongoing civil complaint, according to Mississippi Today's report. Tate Reeves, the current governor, abruptly fired the attorney, bringing the state's case when he tried to subpoena the documents related to the stadium. Yikes. Um... And I believe this is also the same case that uh, former WWE legend or WWE legend, uh, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, is involved with. But I haven't seen any text or anything more specific involving him. Um, This looks bad now. Okay, it looks bad. I mean, if this truly if this truly happened and this truly came out of welfare funds and all that. Yikes, then that is some repugnant scheming, in fact, that was going on involving Brett Favre. 
Damn. Damn, I hate that. I really do. Um, of course, there's got to be more facts come out on this. But so far, it does not look great. Okay. Um, at first, I thought, oh, this is some kind of a headhunting project. Okay. But now, I'm not so sure about that. It looks like they've got... They've got Favre on the record, and him saying, is there any way for anybody to find out about this is a bad, bad look anyway. The perception is, is really, really bad. Tell me what you think, Black and White Sports 2 supporters. Hit subscribe. We're going to watch this. This is going to turn into something much larger. I have a feeling. I mean, I heard on the radio today this morning, this could end up getting Brett Favre locked up. It really could. And then we've got a real-life Paul Crew um, longest yard situation. Man, that would be sad. Dad, damn. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.